This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. At American University, we don't just hope for change. We create it. We don't just dream of a better world. We make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at american.edu slash gradschool. At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school. Have you ever been to a volcano when it was erupting? You're now listening to Super they're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. That's what you say, bro. Welcome to Super Hoopers. I am your host, Matt Hill. I'm a comedy writer in LA. With me, as always, is my brother in basketball, John Hill, also a comedy writer. John, how's it going? How are you enjoying? That wasn't a sound effect. That was real, guys. That was a real, yeah. what was that, an air horn? Was that, that was, like a, burr, 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 that was a, playoff, a playoffs air horn? How are you enjoying the playoffs? You've been, uh, you've been watching I've been it? watching or the playoffs. You, yeah, I'm into the are playoffs. You, uh, are, you, are, are you out because of the Sixers are, are gone? Yeah, it, was, it, was, it came down to the wire. You know, we were fighting for yeah, the, it was, uh, it was really close. They were, was, were they, el- like were they eliminated in January? They, uh, of, they, of 2015, they, yeah. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. And then you, your team, uh, my team. They, I never picked a team. I don't. I don't really have a team. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm more of a free agent. I'm a free agent. <laughs> I'm looking for a team. Um, you know, we're recording this Wednesday, 4:20. Yeah, we're the, big. Uh, whatever. We're big, bro. Weed. Yeah, the uh, the weed day. Um, so just just so everyone knows, you know, if you're listening to this later, what's going on in the playoffs. There's been a few games. We're in like the game two area, yeah. um, so I thought we, I thought what we do with this podcast is I'll give my recommendations for the teams that you should bandwagon onto. Yeah, how's that sound, John? Because it's never too late. It's never too late. Well, it's to just be like a winner. You know, for for half the league, your team's not in the playoffs, so you're looking for you know a team to 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 jump on. You know, so you can have that have that rooting interest going into the finals, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll, so, pick, I'll pick my team with, with 30 seconds left in game seven. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be it. You haven't, you haven't picked a team yet? Um, you know, I don't, it's a close one. It's, I, I don't know who I'm 
really 100% rooting for. The teams that I well, am rooting for probably won't make it. Right, right. So I think, I think uh, the way I did these bandwagon rankings are the team needs to ha- be a likable team. Like the ranking order will be like the team that's likable and the team that's likely to go far in the playoffs because you don't want to jump on a bandwagon only to have it, you know, crap out in the first round, right? You don't want to die of dysentery in that first round. Got and then, it. You know, then you're back. Then you're back to where you were when the playoffs started. Yeah. When the team then, was out. then you got to listen to us do this again on round two. Yeah. Then we'll, <laughs> well, we could do it all again yeah. for round two. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're running want. out of ideas for this year, so <laughs> we'll probably yeah. do it every 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 episode. Well, I mean, actually, you know what's interesting? I was thinking about this. <clears throat> is there's actually less stuff to talk about during the playoffs. For uh, for us, like just a couple of basketball fans who like to talk about sort of everything around basketball, and do you know more of a light podcast. We're not really getting into X's nose and that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's true. The, the, the playoffs is all business. So, like, all that fun stuff, the Nick Young uh, secret recording, you know, Zero Dark 23 with LeBron, all that stuff just goes away in the playoffs, and it's all about the games. That's true. I got We got some stuff, though. Really? Like what? Like, I mean, like— Well, well let's what, see. What, what, for what, after, what? let's get through this part, and then we'll, we don't want to spoil the episode. I'm, okay, all right. All I got, right, some, all I got right. some hot takes. We got some okay, hot so takes. Okay, so my— so the team. So okay, don't tell everyone to rank. stop listening to us. Gotta, no, I'm just. I'm just. Mind, you know? I'm just. No, I'm just trying to think about this. You know, pontificate. Like, what's, you know, what's what's interesting about the playoffs? You know. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, especially if you, I mean, the, the games are interesting, but everything surrounding them is very serious right now. That's Anyways, true. here's that's my. True. Okay. Here's my bandwagon rankings. All right. All right. Let's hear it. So I'm gonna go from lowest to top. Okay. The team you don't want a bandwagon onto. The lowest of the low is Houston, right? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, they're <laughs> they're done, and it's like I don't, honestly, I don't even know how Houston fans. How do you? How does anybody root for Dwight Howard and James Harden? Even if you're a diehard Houston fan, how do you root for them at this point? It's like, it's like James Harden has like the person. It's like he's like a a potato with a beard. Like it's just a potato that jumps into arms, like with a beard. Like how could you root for him? I mean, I, I almost. Here's how bad James Harden is. I feel sorry for Dwight Howard. Like, I feel like when I watch him, I'm like, oh, Dwight, you know, because freaking James Harden is like, he's playing no defense and he's like yelling at Dwight Howard to be like, yo, my man just blew by me. Can you help me? It's like, yeah, James Harden is the worst. That's that's a that's a hot take. That hot take is if just you feel bad for Dwight Howard, it's just a, look, let me tell you something about hot takes. The truth is not a hot take. Wow. The, the truth is the truth. That's what every hot take is justifies itself uh, by <laughs> yeah what's going on what's, what's going on over there you moving <clears throat> you know we got we got some stuff we got uh yeah i'm not the only person who lives at, at this place so we got that's, some yeah that's true that's, that's true. true that's true um yes right, i agree houston is the... was just a disaster of a player uh, you're not no one no one is jumping on the bandwagon and also it's su- and it also sucks because had they just lost that last game they would have had a draft pick it's true it's and true. so now they lost a draft pick, which Maury's really good at that middle well, middle of the draft. Pick. I don't know the I don't know the exacts of that draft pick. I don't know if it would have conveyed next year or not. I don't know, I don't know the protections, but I, I don't think this draft is going to be any good. So you might want to if you're going to lose a draft pick, this this might be the year to lose it. Yeah, no. See, that's where I, I, I will disagree because this has a a lot of international guys in this draft, and it's not. It's top heavy in one and two, but then from like four to twenty is about the same, 
And that's a whoa, perfect. Whoa, whoa, whoa! When did you become a, a draft expert? Hey, man, I'm, uh, I'm a Sixers fan. That's you, all I have to do. Deep, that's all I deep have. In this draft? I'm deep yeah. in every draft. That's all I have to do. So, okay. you know, Maury could have got his next Clint Capella. You know, he's right, he's he's great right. at that pick, and you know. Instead, he gets instead he gets four games of embarrassment Just, where the Warriors are uh, killing killing them without Steph Curry. Yep, exactly. I, yeah, I almost you know they almost. I, it's a shame about that Steph Curry injury. Like, hope, hopefully he's fine for, for many reasons. Uh, but it's like, you, you, I almost wish they just would have never played him the whole series. Just it would have been like, yeah, we're going to give you the first round off. <laughs> like, just not even in, ga- in game one, just roll out all the scrubs. Like, just get like, let like, Cur- like, like Curry, Draymond, and Clay just rest for the series and see if you can win it without them. And like, you know, bring them back if you're down 0 2 or something. But I mean, that almost would have been like a really interesting in your face uh, strategy. That would have been nice. Yeah. Um, all right, next team, next worst team is the Clippers. My my hatred of the Clippers is well known. We did a whole podcast on it. Uh, even though I think this team, you know, will definitely make the second round probably, and then you know, depending on the Curry injury, actually might go further than that. Wow! Uh, but you can't root for, you know, they got JJ Redick, Paul Pierce, they got the Rivers family. They're like the, you know, they're they're like the evil frat in an '80s movie. Like you can't root for, you can't root for the the. The, the preppy jocks, you know, you know, so. and that's interesting because I just noticed uh, Reddick's got this like really weird haircut. It's kind oh, of an really? Aust- it's an Austin Rivers haircut. It's like uh, so maybe it's oh, a new wow. haircut or maybe I just didn't notice it. But or maybe I thought he was Austin Rivers during the first game. <laughs> but it's very like, yeah, it's, it's a they interesting. Are, they're uh, they look different, but their personalities are the same inside. They're both they're both very ugly men. Yes, they're very um, very. Very next, ugly. next is Boston. I mean, come on, they're already down. They're already down 0-2. Also, why would you ever root for Boston unless you're from Boston? And if you're from Boston, you know, stay in Boston, please. Don't you know? Just don't don't let don't let us don't let us suffer you. Um, yeah, but next, but coach coach Brad Stevens can do anything. Didn't you know he can <laughs> yeah. take a ragtag yeah. bunch of squads? Like he can take a team of Evan Turner. Yeah, he's, he's and yeah, just, he's the like, best. He's the really best, can do anything he wants. I'm surprised they. The, you know, the Pope, He's a miracle the worker, Pope didn't but de- anoint them yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to a victory. Yeah, the, Pope, the Pope comes to the U.S. I just want to see you. Brad Stevens. I came all the way over. I don't know why the Pope sounds like that. <laughs> hey, I want hey, to uh, learn the- from uh, this uh, hey. Brad Stevens guy. I heard he's good. I'm the Pope. I got a hat and I got a car. Anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. Might have to go back and edit out the, the, com- no, no, the no. comedy writer uh, <laughs> titles that we put on ourselves. All right. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Those are just titles and quotes. Yeah. Um, (laughs) All right. Next. uh, The next is the Grizzlies. Again, I love the I look. I love the Grizz. Love Matt Barnes. Love grit and grind. But, you know, come on. This team isn't going anywhere. They're essentially a D-League team that is playing the Spurs. Again, if I was the Spurs, I would just I would just, you know, and they're pretty much already doing this. I would just roll out the second unit and see if you could beat them with the second unit. Um, But the Spurs are so deep that really they could survive almost any injury except a Kawhi, I'd say. Sorry, Memphis. It's just, just not your year. Kind of oh, like yeah. every <laughs> other year. <laughs> well, yeah, but hey, you know, you know, actually, there's a there's a there's an interesting debate about Memphis because they're like this small market team, who, you know, they're they've been really good for a long time, and it's like, would we rather have? They've been really good for a long time, but yet had have had no shot at winning. Yeah. So they've had a, a lot of fun playoff runs. And a really likable group of guys that really are emblematic of the city, but 
you know, they you if you're rooting for the team, you know they're not going to win the title. So would you almost rather have kind of like that fun playoff run and rooting for these guys all these years or that chance of the title? And I'd actually kind of like I'd prefer to, you know, really be in with these guys and, you know, go on kind of a little bit of a playoff run every year. I mean, not this year, but usually they make it to the second round. I think they made the conference finals one year. So, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I get it. If, if I was a Memphis fan, I'd be happy, you know, because I'd probably like that team. But. Yeah, you kind of unfortunately it's it's a superstar league and they just don't have superstar. Oh, all right. Well, but the next they don't. The next two, <laughs> well, I mean, come on, Marcus Gasol is a uh, superstar. Mark Mark and Powell's parents would beg to differ. Yeah, no, no, Marcus Gasol isn't a superstar, but you know, I think last year he you'd probably say he's a top twenty player in the league or top fifteen even. Yeah, but, but that's not a superstar. All right. Well, what's your definition? I mean, we want to get into semantics. Is a superstar what top five? Do you need a top five player in the league to win the title? Probably. Yeah. At I least the right. top. Usually, at least the top ten. With the exception of that Detroit team, like basically every team has had an MVP on it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. The next two teams I have. The next two teams are sort of together. They're going to lose in the first round, but they're really likable. So I'd say, you know, root for these teams. If you're going to go on vacation, if you're going to be gone and miss the rest of the playoffs, <laughs> okay. these are the teams you want to you want to jump on. Dallas and Detroit, right? I mean, we both love Dallas and Detroit. What's not to love about Dallas and Detroit? You got Stan Van. You got Jim Carrey, a.k.a. Rick Carlisle. You got Dirk. You got Andre Drummond. I mean, these these teams are both lovable. Am I wrong? No, they're very lovable. Uh, problem is they are definitely going to lose. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Look, I'm just saying, look, if you're if you're going to be gone, if you're missing the second round or further, you know, this these are the teams for you. Okay. Um, all right, next next up, next up I have Cleveland. Um, this is mainly just cuz, you know, they're probably going to at least make the Eastern Conference Finals and probably the finals. So, you're going to have going to get a nice long run of rooting for the team. But on the other hand, do we like this team? Is like, I mean, I guess if you're a LeBron super fan, like if you're, you know, if you've been into LeBron from from day one or something, I guess this is this is your play. Um, but I mean, how many LeBron super fans are there that like aren't already Cleveland fans? You know? Yeah, but if you're gonna see the way I look at it, the part of joining a bandwagon is you want to win, right? Right. Because right. you want you to celebrate. Know feeling. Yeah. Right. And I think yeah, you Cleveland feel better has. Than someone else. I think Cleveland has one of the best shots of winning this whole thing. I think here's the case for the Cleveland bandwagon. If you hate Golden State because their owner is like super arrogant, or you hate the, the Curry and Thompson because they're a couple like trust fund kids, um, and you hate San Antonio because like whatever you hate, you think San Antonio is boring, and you like you know think they've won too much. Like your play is Cleveland. Like, Cleveland has the next best shot at the title. Yeah. So they're like the anti-Spurs and Warriors. Yeah, but you have them ranked so low. You have them in the middle of the pack. Yeah, it's because I don't like Cleveland. Yeah, this okay. is, These well, are my rankings. Oh, these, these are my are rankings, rankings, John. Okay, okay. You could have made your own rankings. All right. Well, I'm, um, I'm telling you you're wrong about this, but go ahead. All right, so you would have them higher. Okay. I, yeah, okay. Right. Well, let's go through your list, and then I'll tell you where you're wrong. All right, all right, all, all right. right. Like usual. So my next yeah. team... I made this list before round one started. Okay, okay? fair enough. My next team is my next team is Portland. Ooh, so okay. I thought Por- I thought Portland is like because I love Portland. Dame Lillard. We've talked so much about our love of Dame Lillard. Maybe my favorite player in the league. Yeah, me too. Um, just oh, so this Portland team. Also, I love the city of Portland. Kudos to you. What a great city. Great, um, great city. Shout out Hawthorne. Shout out my friend Duncan. I, 
I thought they had a chance of beating the Clippers. Like I thought, you know, I thought they really had a chance. And then I watched game one and I'm like, no, no chance. Zero. Yeah, I had I thought that they have uh, zero chance of of winning. Uh, maybe one game just because Dame could get hot and, you know, catch him off guard. But Clippers are good. Clippers are really good. And we should we should mention they're actually playing right as we speak. <laughs> yeah, they are losing as we speak. We're we're missing. Oh, they're only down by nine. We're we're missing this game to 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 sing their praises. That's how that's how big of Portland fans we are. Yeah, that we're not watching the game to record this podcast. Yeah, um, but a good. I think they're ranked very fair because they are. Look, you can join this bandwagon, and you can still do you it. Can, and you can feel great. You and can you feel can feel great. great. And win. you can say, or if they don't win, you just say, "Hey, man!" But next year, you know, hey, we, we this was our rebuild year, and we made it to the playoffs. Right, and right. You we're playing you hard. You get in, you get in now, and you stay on the bandwagon all through next year. Yeah, that's a good play. Yeah, that's because a good they didn't play. sneak I, into I might, the playoffs, I, right? What, no, no, no. no they they're good. They're good. They're fifth good. Seed? They're growing. Yeah, yeah. The the fifth seed, and you know, in next year in the West, I guess you know, I guess Minnesota will be better, but. You know, besides, I guess Minnesota and Utah should be better, but besides them, who else is really going to be improved? Yeah, no, it's going to be great. They, you know, I think that's a a, a top bandwagon team. You, you know, oh, you're yeah. not going to win. You know, you're not going to win it this year, but you, you go in strong. You could say, and then also play this angle. Be like, remember, remember, everyone thought we were going to be the worst team. I knew the whole year. I knew the whole year, man. We're fifth seed. Well, you just. You just yeah. pretend that you knew. Oh earlier? yeah. Well, the, yeah. If you're jumping on a bandwagon, if you're gonna lie, oh, yeah. just jump. I guess on. there's no rules. There's no, no rules. rules just band, be like, you know, like you know, Dame should have been an all star, and all you guys do is hate on us. And uh, Portland's been my my favorite city my whole life. And yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah, went yeah, there yeah. one time, by the way. Went yeah, there yeah. Four days. And I've made I made a judgment on that city based on that four day vacation. It's wonderful. Um, I love that place. Next, next up, next up, I have I just am putting Toronto and Indiana together. Oh. Um, I think the play is you watch that series, you know, you just kind of pick the winner to be your, your bandwagon team. Um, it's a close series. You know, you can make the case for either team. Indiana has Paul George, you know, fun, good coaching. Also, Monte Ellis, always entertaining, despite, you know, how actually how he probably isn't a good basketball player. Um, <laughs> they got the, they got Miles Turner, that great rookie. I just love the way he looks. Nice. Um, and then Toronto, of course, Toronto. We love Toronto. That that fan base, perhaps the best fan base in the NBA. Um, so I think you just watch that series and sort of get to get to know the teams. And then when everyone wins, you're you're on that you're on that bandwagon and hope and hope that it goes to the Eastern Conference Finals and maybe they topple Cleveland. Ooh, see, I, I think I just looked at it differently. Like I think either of those teams are most likely going to disappoint in the playoffs. Either the Pacers well, yeah, are going to lose or the Raptors yeah. are going to lose, and then you're going to be super disappointed. Well, look, well, look, we'll get to by some of my higher rankings. Like I, I think they will lose in the second round. Whoever wins this, I think is losing in the next round. Well, they don't. Um, I don't want to pick them as a bandwagon. I want. Well, them. that's why they're. That's why they're low. We haven't even reached. There's still one. Okay. Two, all right. Three, all right. Four. Keep going. There's keep still going. six teams right. left. They're right. only number seven. Or that's, seven. That's, they're that's sharing a, seven that's and eight. That's a top fifty percentile. Well, yeah, but I mean, look at some of the garbage that's below them. You're going to jump on the Houston or Clippers or Boston or Grizz. You know, you're not going to Cavs. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, maybe you want to put the Cavs. You can put the Cavs higher. You want to just go? I'm trying to pick a team that's likable. All right, all right, all right, right. likable. Okay. All right, next, next, I have OKC. Now, just full disclosure, I hate OKC. 
I, I hate them because they stole the team from Seattle. I also <laughs> hate the color scheme. I could not hate the color scheme more. I hate the logo. For me, the aesthetics is really important for a team. Like I like a, I like a good uniform. I like a good color scheme. I like a good mascot. True. Uh, OKC has none of that. But they do have a gentleman named Russell Westbrook, who is one of the funnest players to watch. Yeah. So you jump on this bandwagon thinking, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm riding with Russ, my man. No, I hear you. I think that's pretty solid. Russ is one of the best, one of the most fun. Uh, he's the most dynamite yeah, player he, out there. Here, here's, here's my favorite development, too, of, of, these, of this Thunder. Is, have you seen the Russell Westbrook uh, campaign dancing before the games? Yes, I have. Yeah, yes, I have. Yes. I love it because it's like, it's like Russell Westbrook, he's like chiseled from rock. Like You cannot be cooler than Russell Westbrook, right? And campaign like kind of looks like E.T. Like he's, he's <laughs> just all it looks like all his features were put on in the wrong place. Like his eyes like slightly off off kilt. His ears are too far back. It's just it's like a Mr. He, Potato Head that got a little. Yeah. Out of hand. Yeah. That yeah, just uh-huh, just is starting you. to melt. Right. It's a snowman starting to melt. That's okay. what he looks like. Right. right. And I love it. So you have the, them two dancing together. and It's like the coolest guy and the nerdiest guys. It's like. It's like it's like um, Stefan Urkel dancing with Stephen Urkel, you know, <laughs> or Stephen Urkel. Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all those people I, grew up in the eighties know what I'm talking about. They yeah. know they know Stefan Stefan Ur- yeah. Urkel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's my question: How do you how do you think that like Russell and Cam like became dance buddies? Because Cam's a Cam's uh, a, a rookie, right? Yeah, maybe he was. You know, who do, I don't know. I don't know how this. It's the kismet, John. You're like they're just dancing, and they maybe at the club, and they're like, "I like your moves. I like your moves." I wonder and if it's one of the. Yeah, maybe it's like one of those things where like rookies have to do like a talent show orientation kind of fun thing. Right, right. And and he wows them. He wows Cam does them. That's, dancing. That's a behind the scenes story right there. Cam, yeah. Cam wins everyone over with his dancing at the talent show. Yeah, you know, or like maybe, or maybe it's the opposite. It's just like. Like Russ sees him like, like dancing, but not like in front of everyone. And Russ is like, "Yo, Cam, like, what's, what's up, man? You dancing?" He's like, "No, no, no, Russ, no, nah, Mr. Westbrook, I wasn't dancing." He's like, "Yo, Cam, dancing's cool. Expressing yourself, <laughs> expressing yourself in movement and rhythm, is actually really right, cool." Right, right, right. You know, he puts the arm around him. Yeah. The like, the like, this, this, like, the sappy music starts. Yeah. Playing. He's like, you dancing know, dancing is cool. Express yourself, young Cam. Yeah, and he was like, you know, there used to be this other guy I knew who was scared to express himself in, like, in dress and outfits. And then he finally, you know, decided to just go for it. And now he feels more free. And that man was me. But did you see Charlie Villanuevo? Uh, oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. Great. Love Charlie. Love Charlie. Trying gotta, to get in gotta the middle start of beef. Got to start beef. Yeah, I liked how uh, Russell just kind of pushed him out of the way and kept dancing. I read a story on Reddit uh, in in the comments for that, where apparently, um, when De- you know, remember when Deshaun Stevenson was on the Mavs? Yeah. And so apparently, Rick Carlisle was like, they had a player only meet or a team meeting before the playoffs, and he's like, "All right, you know, no one says anything in the media. No one says nothing. We don't want to give them any material." And Deshaun Stevenson stands up. He says, "Bullshit, Coach. You know I'm gonna talk shit." <laughs> and then Rick's like, "All right, no one except him." <laughs> That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. I like that. I like that. All right, all right. So we reached the top four. We're My number four, four is San San Antonio. You know, for obvious reasons, 
you know, me personally, I love the, 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 the players on the Spurs. I love the personalities. You got Boban, Kawhi, Matt Bonner, Patty Mills. You know, these are all great, great people. Um, and they're going to probably, you know, they're at least making the Western Conference Finals, you would think, yeah. um, if they can get past OKC. So, you know, you're going to get a nice run. Yeah, I think that's a solid pick. I mean. All right. Next up, Golden State. Obviously, probably going to win the title. So, you know, you get the, you know, the, the longevity there. Um, you know, generally, generally a likable bunch. I feel like we're on, you know, the cusp of everyone turning on the Warriors. I feel like if they win yeah. the title this year, everyone's going to turn on them. They're going to be like, wait a second. You know, Steph and Clay, they're both. They both kind of have like zeros in the personality department. Draymond talks too much. You know that that the owner said what the owner said about how they're light years ahead. Very smug Silicon Valley, you know, BS. And you know, and Kerr too. I mean, Kerr's kind of a master, but you know, he kind of seems also a little smug. So I could see, I could see the backlash maybe coming if they win the title. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They're 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 kind of on thin ice. And, also, and okay. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, you can go. You can go. See, this is why this is a tough bandwagon because I wouldn't have him ranked so high. One, it's it's too obvious, and people will call you out for being a bandwagon. If you're like, right. Golden State, I told you, they'd be like, yeah, of course. Dumbass. But it's fun. But it's a fun bandwagon. It is I've a been fun bandwagon. All year. Yes, you have. Uh, but here's a big problem high upside, major, major downside. If they right. go 73, they win 73 games, break the, break the record, and then lose, you're the biggest embarrassment. You're you're like yeah. you're a joke. It's tough. They're, they're gonna go after you. You're the 16 and one Patriots or the 18 and one Patriots. Like the haters are gonna come so hard. They're gonna say last year was a fluke. You know, you guys aren't really tough. You're you're whatever. You know. Especially if they lose, to, imagine if they lose to the Cavs with with Love and Kyrie. Oh, oh that's, not, ever, that's not happening. Let's just say they, they do. Let's say they do. If, if they lose, they're losing to the Spurs. Let's say they do. Now everyone's gonna say last year was a fluke, and the only reason you won no. was this. And they'll, no. they'll, it's it's a you can pick me, you can pick Golden State, but you got a lot of you got a lot of pressure because everyone will say something. everyone will go back and say I told you the Bulls were better. I told you the 96 Bulls were better. Yeah, look, it's a tough bandwagon, but I would also – but let me – I, I want to go back to the early point. If they play Cleveland in the finals, I would take Golden State even if Steph Curry was injured. That's how That's how little I think of Cleveland. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you heard it here. You heard it here in a scenario that's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, also, you know what I was thinking about is, like, why is – why do you think Curry is so likable? I know he's really good and he makes these shots, but – you know, he kind of has like a zero in the personality department and he's very brash on the court. Like he basically, you know, he does a lot of like talking and kind of dancing on the court. He kind of he's kind of J.R. Smith like on the court. And I wonder if, you know, if it's just because he looks so cuddly. Is that why he's so likable or almost if there's a race component and that because he's so light skinned? Oh, wow. Likeable. You're going that you're, you're going. That yeah. Route. Look, I went there. I went there. Wow. Like, honestly, though, honestly, honestly, well, I, I would totally. Dis- if he I would disagree with if, a if, lot of that. If 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 Steph Curry was as dark skinned as J.R. Smith or Shaq or something, I don't think he'd be as I don't think he'd be as popular. OK, I'm, I'm saying I'm, it. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking the um, 
you know, never before taken stance that, you know, there are a lot of racists in America. That's, what <laughs> that's, I'm saying, that's a that's a that's a harsh stance. Um yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna disagree on so many levels here. Uh Okay. One, saying he plays like J.R. Smith. Look, if J.R. Smith was really good at basketball. No, no, no. I'm saying he I'm saying he celebrates like J.R. Smith. Yeah, if like J.R. Smith was really good at basketball, we'd love the way J.R. Smith plays. All right. And that's what's so good. But that's why people like Steph is because he's that good and he he has that confidence. If if you Okay. You know, you, you don't want like your favorite player to be some like insecure wiener dude. You want mm. you want the guy that's like, oh, give me the ball. I'm gonna insecure take insecure wiener dude. Yeah, that's you want my, uh, you, screen name on Reddit. You want secure wiener dude. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, and and to say J.R. Smith isn't look, J.R. Smith is fun when he's good. It's just when he's bad, he's horrible. You know. Right. So that would, I would I would you know I think his his style of play is great. Um, as far as being light-skinned uh ooh. i mean there's just so many non-light-skinned players that are so likable i mean jordan's could people love jordan people love kobe and they're not light-skinned at all i'm uh, just asking i'm just i'm just putting out there that what you know what percentage of his popularity has to do that, i think part you know, of his popularity he's though stereotypically non-threatening in terms of the way he looks yes but then <laughs> i guess my question is why do you think light-skinned people are non-threatening and does that mean that you think dark-skinned people are threatening no 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 i'm not saying i think that i'm saying you're this saying is a stereo- the this stereotype is a this is a perception that we have in the in, in the u.s you okay know, like, so you're uh, saying that we just general in general people like him because no the- and i'm uh, yeah i'm sure there's reams of research that backs this up too, got it but, got it um yeah, yeah i would say maybe but also a lot of that I think is more his personality. Like I think it's just like he is that like wholesome Christian guy. It's the same thing with his wife. He's a family man. He has a cute little daughter. I mean, look, like Iverson's not that dark skinned, but it's right. the tattoos. Tupac wasn't dark skinned, but it's the tattoos right, right. and it's the attitude. So I think if wow we we really went there with this conversation i think it's it's the his just his personality his you know his wholesome nature people really like that and i think if one thing the thing that's hurting him is the cockier he gets that's when you start seeing these people kind of start i haven't seen i haven't seen anyone hate on stuff like have you ever seen anyone hate on stuff i haven't seen anyone say i think we just talked about how that team is on the cusp of yeah, it's on the cusp of too, it, but I've too, seen the only people confident. who hate the only people who hate on Steph are like the old players, like the the super old players who are just jealous, man. Yeah. All right, so my top team, my top bandwagon team, I'm cheating here again. I'm just, I'm putting Miami and Charlotte together. So I mean, it looks like Miami's oh, got the series. They just won, so they're up two zero. Uh, but this, you know, whoever wins this series, I think is going to the Eastern Conference Finals, and I think has a very good chance of beating Cleveland and being in the finals. Um, so I'm saying you get on whatever team wins the series, you get on that bandwagon. You wa- same thing with the Toronto Indiana thing. You watch it closely. You know they got a lot of likable players on both teams. Both got great uniforms, great logos. Um, 
yeah, that's so that's what that's what I, that's what I this is what I'm going to be doing, John, for the playoffs. I'm I've been watching this series, and you know, whatever team wins, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be rooting for them in force uh, oh. through the through, through the duration. What's wrong? Um, you don't like these teams? Oh my god, I don't think I've I, I didn't think I'd be this disappointed in you by the end of this conversation. Charlotte, Charlotte is I love Charlotte. Not get good. out of here. Get out of here. Charlotte's great. Good. Charlotte no, is great. Not. Charlotte, you look at they're all the advanced stats. They're going to get swept. Well, they're going to get they're good. Look, they had a disappointing playoffs, but they had a great regular season and like they're, you know, by point differential, you know, the basketball rating, all those all those advanced stats, they were one of the best teams in the league. They were like a top 5 team, top 10 team in the league. Ugh. They had a great season. They're only getting better. Love the no. unis, like I said. Love oh my love God. that Teal? love the way they look. Yes, Ugh. it's great. It's different. Ugh. Oh, the, the, the oh honeycomb! It's just fantastic. Honeycomb. I love it. It's so love everything Al about Jefferson. the Hornets. You just like Jeremy Lin. That's oh, it. I do like Jeremy. Lin. I do That's like added Jeremy bonus. Lin too. Yeah, yeah. You but got come Kemba, on, Kemba come on. too. Kemba, come on. Kemba, yeah. Batum. <laughs> this is Batum's these, pretty these, good. These, but then you yeah, got this, you got Frank Kaminsky and and like nothing eight, wrong with Frank. eight other white centers who who are there's bad. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with. And then you got Al Jefferson, who's just like oh Al straight. Al's not great. Al's not great. Don't don't spout lunch, off analytics lunch, lunch and pail, then be like and then be like Al Jefferson's really where it's at. No, he's not. Well, I can I can have it both ways. I that, can that you know, team, use analytics to prove one case and use personality to prove another one. <laughs> Look, Charlotte, I'm not gonna say they're bad because they're clearly not. Uh-huh. But there is no shot in hell that they would ever go far in this playoff series. If they won this series, if they could pull, well, Batum looks like Batum's pretty injured now. If they won the series, if Batum was fine, they would easily beat the next one. And they, you know, this no, Cleveland they're not, team, they're not, they're not uh, that good. They're why good. would you pick? Why would you pick the like? You, you, you're like the guy who like gamble, like who puts all his money on double zeros in roulette. And it was like, hey, look, if hey. this pays off, like, no, horrible idea. Charlotte was well, never going to be I'm anything. Saying, Miami. Look, I'll give you a little credit you, for Miami. You I'll give pick, you a little credit you for Miami. Look at the series, and you pick. Yeah, Miami wins. Now you're rooting for Miami. Okay. I love. My, I don't I'll really like Miami. Dwayne Wade that much, but I love Justice Winslow and I love Josh Richardson, um, and I'm a big Goran Dragic fan. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm about that life, and I love Spo. Okay, I w- I will give you Miami. Miami would have been probably around my like fourth pick, fourth or fifth pick because they do have a shot to actually make it. They're they're, I think, the only sleeper team that is an actual sleeper. They're definitely – go. They're, if they win this – they're definitely beating Toronto or Indiana in the second round, 100%. Put it all, put it all on double zero and put it all on that, I'm <laughs> telling you. I don't know. I think Toronto could beat them, but Pacers can't. Dude, what's uh, going on with Toronto, man? Like, Toronto, they can't – they just, for whatever reason, in the playoffs, they, they tighten up. And yeah. DeRozan's game doesn't translate to the playoffs either, so – Anyways, I am dreading, so dreading this summer when the Lakers give DeRozan a max. That'll further push me away uh, from my Laker fandom. Yeah. Um, well, but I don't know. I, I Your list is very interesting. Uh, I don't understand a lot of it or where you're coming from. Well, what's your team? What's your number one? T- well, that's 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 bad on my part. If I if I can't if I can't let you know where I'm coming from after I've talked about it for the past oh, half hour. Sh- Charlotte. Ugh. Okay, I would say I like Charlotte. I've always liked Charlotte. I'm, I'm no, down no, I'm with nothing, Charlotte. I have nothing wrong with Charlotte, but if the goal Hornets, is to, if the, the goal is, is to jump nickname. on a bandwagon, 
I'm I jumping. Say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a Charlotte fan next year. Here, here's the best. Cleveland's the best one because no, they have God, a, because they have God. a legit chance of winning. Oh, they have a oh. legit. They have an actual legit chance of winning. You, you can always hop on that. LeBron is the greatest player of all time. Bandwagon. Like, oh, I'm down that. with that. I'm you down hop with that. On that. And how about this? You could be like, I told you you needed to play Kevin Love at the five. And right. then you'll look like the smartest guy in the room. They'll I say, look, that's all they've been. That's all they had to do. All they had to do is, re- is play Ky- Kyrie less minutes, which is what I've been saying all year. Play uh-huh. Love at the five, which I've been saying all year. And LeBron James is the greatest player. And then everyone's like, damn, John, you were smart. You, you, we should really, we should, <laughs> we should, we should, we should uh, tweet out the link to your show. <laughs> right? But if you're like, Charlotte, I'm a Charlotte fan. I'd be like, what? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'd, pick, well, no, I'd put I'm them down first. For Atlanta. You didn't even mention fun. Atlanta in the last. Oh, I skipped them. You skipped them. <laughs> oh, my God, Matt. I skipped them. That's how that's that's perfectly indicative of Atlanta and what Atlanta <laughs> is. Yep. And, you know, you know, it's even sad. And it, you know, it's so perfectly Atlanta. My so list is Atlanta. my list is number one, Miami slash Charlotte. Number two, Golden State. Number three, San Antonio. Number four, Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> They're my fourth bandwagon team, yeah. and I skipped them because it's just like uh, I'll say Duh. this about Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got Al Horford, and here's here's what I'll say about Al, Al Horford. I was watching the game uh, the other day, and I, Al Horford is shooting free throws, right? And I see my wife look at him, and I just know in about two minutes if I look at her computer because what happens? I watch the game. My wife's working on her computer. I know in about two minutes, if I look at her computer, she'll be Googling Al Horford. And uh, that's what was happening. I looked over there <laughs> in two minutes, and lo and behold, you got some Googling of, uh, of Mr. Horford. Um, Does she like Al yeah. Horford? Well, he's an attractive man, you know? All right, hold on. Let me, let me ask my, my fiancé. Yeah. Hey, do, you, do you think Al Horford's good-looking? Oh, yes, very yeah. much so. See? I had no idea. Hello, Hello I John. No I had no idea. Wake up. He doesn't, look, smell, he doesn't look. Smell the hot guy. He, he. She just said he's beautiful. I would agree that he's, he's beautiful, a, but his body doesn't look that great. I don't, who could, look? Oh, his wife is eyes. also beautiful. I'm hearing. Oh, yeah, it's I his eye, those eyes, John. Those eyes, those eyelashes. Come on. Yeah, I'm more of a uh, physique guy. You're more of a. You're, you're yeah. more. Of, well, look. If you're more into physique. Yeah, I feel like got, I have like just a smaller version of Al Horford's body. Like, <laughs> oh wow! Wow. <laughs> like, oh, like okay, I just never. like like he doesn't seem like ripped. He doesn't have abs, does he? Can we look up? Look, man. Who knows? I I'll ask my wife. I'll ask him. I'm sure she did the Google image search. I'm sure maybe a few came up. All right. Um, all right. Out. We're gonna find out. Should right. we move on to um, get at me, dog? Last time we this has been a while, John. It's been a long time since it's we did Get At Me Dog. For those of you who are new to Get At Me Dog, the way it works is we pick a player to tweet at John and I tweet at him. If the player responds, retweets, does anything, we get points. Our player chosen chosen player was Spencer Hawes. So I, I I didn't tweet at Spencer Hawes. I just took the strategy of putting a tweet where he was in the tweet. So okay. I said my my tweet was I said, pulling for the at Hornets tonight, Jay Lynn, Jeremy Lynn, is my second favorite player, and Spencer Hawes is my 807th favorite player. No reaction, John. No reaction. Ah. Dead, dead silence. Dead, dead silence. silence. Okay. All right. 
Yeah, I, I doubt. I he mean, would I did. I, I did. I did diss him in the. Yeah, you kind of dissed him. You kind of dissed yeah. him. I yeah, went with a, yeah. uh, you know, just a real simple one. I said okay. at Spencer Haw zero zero. He said, the troops, smiley face, hashtag <laughs> troops. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer Haas, known conservative, known lover of the military. Yeah, and uh, that's great. That's great. And uh, zero response. No, zero response. Zero, well, I think we all know that Spencer hates the troops. Then. Yeah, he probably hates the troops. Uh, I think that's it. That's so, clearly very sad. what's happening. Yeah. yeah, he sold out America and joined ISIS. Spencer Haas. <laughs> Do you want to tweet at him? Uh, no, actually, don't tweet. I was gonna say tweet him ISIS hashtag ISIS, but uh, <laughs> I'll probably, I, I don't think write, you yeah. wanna tweet that. Uh, yeah. I don't think you wanna yeah. go down that yeah. little. All right, level. we won't go down that path. Um, uh, who, do, who should we do next? I have a suggestion. Let's do uh, Josh Richardson of the Miami Heat. I well, okay. Here's here's why. Maybe we should pick some not in the playoffs. Okay. All right. So because because they're probably focused. So we need Rudy Gobert. Rudy. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Okay. Let's see. Let's see Rudy Gobert. Let's uh, the Stifle yeah, Tower. Let's, let's go. Uh, let's go. Let's, yeah. go. let's go. Gobert. Yeah. Um, all right. Can we talk about this? Uh, oh, you want to talk about something? All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Clarkson. Who's uh, what which, about which, him? Which Kardashian is Kendall? He's been uh, he's been hanging out with Kendall Kardashian. Right. Right. Is that, right. G- g- what is it? Hold on. Kendall Jenner. I'm asking my yeah. fiance. Yeah, because she's yeah. She, she's she's up on she's up yeah. on Jordan Clarkson and Kendall Jenner. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw I okay, saw some uh, vine of them or something. I saw a vine of them at Coachella. Uh, hey, hey, how about this? Any team that is going to offer a big contract to Jordan Clarkson? Yeah. Don't. Don't. History yeah, let, has let shown you. the Kardashian clan you. ruins Don't do it. pro athletes. Don't do it. And Don't do it. someone is going to offer him a lot of money because he's a restricted free agent, I believe, right? Right. Okay, so either yeah. the Lakers will most likely match unless someone sends him a max contract. But either way, someone is going to wildly overpay this guy, and he's – He's going to be a failure like every other athlete Look, that has touched one of the Kardashians or the Jets. I, I could not agree more. I used to love the guy, but look, if that's – and also he hangs out with Nick Young a lot, so come on. You can't – you know, just, those two things combined, he's got the Nick Young influence. Now he's got the Kardashian influence. Yeah, run away, Lakers. Run away. That and w- between them giving Jordan Clarkson a max contract and DeRozan a max contract, I'm – I could not be more out on the Lakers. Uh. Yeah, well, I wonder right, what though. they're going to do because they I don't think they would want both there, right? Cuz they're both Well, who knows? Guys. I mean, I don't I don't think we can predict what the Lakers are going to do. I That's very I, true. I, I I mean like they're bringing Byron Scott back, which is completely baffling. Like well, it's not baffling. I mean, I think we all know what's going on. That Jim Buzz wants to bring it back, and Jeannie's fine with it, so it'll fall on his face, and then she'll take over the <laughs> organization. Wow, but, what, a, what um, a House of Cards uh, kind of play. Well, did you? Oh uh, well, there was they. T- someone made a House of Cards uh, Lakers uh, oh, like really? mashup. So That's yeah, funny. Well, yeah. Woj uh, had an article today saying that the reason they lost on uh, uh, Tibbs is because they couldn't decide whether they wanted to keep uh, Byron Scott or not. And that Tibbs was <laughs> willing to go to the Lakers and wanted no, to go. No, I, I heard, I heard, I uh, heard on some podcast today that 
basically Tib has been Tibbs has been secretly lobbying lobbying for the Minnesota job for months. And the Minnesota job was the job he always wanted. So mm, I don't know. Woj said Lakers. I, I believe that he would have gave it a strong consideration. Either way, uh, either way, yeah, I also believe yeah. that the Lakers would have screwed this thing up either either way. Oh yeah, yeah, they would have run yeah. him out of town in two years. Yeah, t- I mean Tibbs, Tibbs is smart man. He went with a, he went with a team with the best roster. I mean those. I mean like, if you're betting on a team for the next ten years, you bet on the Wolves. Like what team has a better roster going forward than the Wolves? I mean maybe the the Spurs or Warriors no, for the next no. few years, but like. You got to go Wolves, man. I mean, yeah, no, no, I, it's great. If I was a coach, that's where I'm headed. Although I and hate they, Minnesota. Yeah, that's. I mean, the, the, I, don't, I don't like. I mean, it's, look, the people in Minnesota are great. All Midwest, whatever, it's fantastic. But I don't want to live there. So. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I think they really put themselves in a good position. I think Tibbs, and then they brought in um, uh, what's his name? Scott, from the Spurs? Scott Layden. Scott Layden, yeah, Layden GM from the Spurs. Yeah. So and so, I think yeah, they brought in someone from the Spurs because so I, I think, think the one. Th- yeah, the one thing, the one concern I would have, though, with Tibbs there is, you know, Tibbs doesn't want to lose. And you, your only concern is that he'll be patient enough with some of these younger guys, you know, so that they could grow and develop at the pace that they should, you know, and not pull a Pelicans yeah. and just, like, throw all your future draft picks away in hopes of, right. you know. Although it's like... With Minnesota, they got so many young guys. It's like Tibbs could probably throw away two of them, and they'd still be fine. Like, Tibbs could completely give up on uh, Shabazz Muhammad and Zach Levine, and you still got, you know, Wiggins and Towns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I, plus, I guess that plus is Plus Dang. If he keeps, still got Dang, who also looks good. And, you know, yeah, Ricky Rubio, if, you keep, if he can if stay you healthy. If you keep Wiggins, if you keep Wiggins, Towns, and maybe Rubio, or depending on what you think of Rubio, they should be pretty good. But they also have... You know they're the f- they have the fifth pick this year or you know the fifth slot in the draft so they could get another yeah. young guy. I just they might or they might even move up. Yeah. Yeah, and I just but I hope that they're they don't trade that fifth pick for like you know some someone to rush it down because Carl Anthony Towns Steve is Blake. twenty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But but you know him and Wiggins are twenty. They have seven yeah, years no, till no, their they, prime. They have a long time and don't. Yeah, they had a while. Russia, they got a while. Like really, yeah. just kind of ease into this, and then they could be they could be a dynasty if if they pull it off. So I think that that'll right, be the interesting thing. But it's nice that they just, have uh, you know some more front office help to not just let Tibbs just like you know, right? Basically, um, yeah. yeah, no, good yeah. good for Minnesota. I'm sure the Minnesota fans are stoked. Um, in the exact opposite news, uh sacramento sacramento's first three interviews for their coach are mark jackson sam mitchell and vinny del negro oh god you know what and and i'm I'm to be a king you must as a 76ers fan it just think at least you're not a king's fan well here's a funny true story because that news came out was it the coaching thing came out yesterday and it was tuesday night as i was in bed as i was trying to go to sleep it hit. It dawned on me because I was thinking about the Sixers, and I go, "Oh my God, we're the Sacramento Kings." Like no, that, you're not. That's hold on. That's what level of dysfunction we're at with ownership. The right. fact that yeah, you know I, Jerry Colangelo is a snake, and he's you got a ways, John. He's full, John. No, no, hold on. He's full of shit. And the recent news ca- coming out about how he. I, I never wanted Brian Colangelo. Like, it's all garbage, and it's just such a shit show. 
it's such an absolute shit show with him and the owners and everyone and silver's weighing in and it's just it's just a mess and then i couldn't sleep all night because i kept thinking (laughs) to myself the way that i the way that i picture the kings is how everyone pictures me and i was just like ugh, this is like the worst feeling in the world and then i felt so bad and I, just, I, I couldn't sleep. I, st- I just, like, laid in bed. My mind was racing. And then I wake up, and then I hear, oh, the Kings might. <laughs> Their top picks are Vinny Del Negro, Mark Jackson, and Sam Mitchell. And then I thought, all right, we're not no, quite the you're Kings. Not, you're not. We're not you're quite. Still things think this isn't, just, you know. Just when you think you've hit just rock above. bottom. You, the Kings. St- you could still go down. You're still, you look down below you and say, oh, there's the Kings down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no. always like, yep, yep. It's like when you when you finally like, you know, like get kicked out of your house and you have no money. You know, right. you think you're right. a waste and you're then walking it's like, down the street and you see the kings and you're and like, Oh, at least I'm not a member of the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, at least at least I'm not a, a Kings fan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, poor Kings uh, fan. Poor Kings fan. Hey, you know what? Stick we, with it, guys. Stick with it. I feel sorry for you. I'm you know, sure hey, look at Minnesota tw- fans. For yeah, forever. Twenty if you, yeah, you just need to get two number one draft picks in a row, and you'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, you just um, need insane luck, and you'll be there. Shouts, shout out beefs. This is you know we've already sort of been doing shout outs beefs. We've been beefing with uh, Jordan Clarkson. We've been shouting out the Wolves. We've been beefing with the Kings. Do you have any other shout outs and beefs beyond beyond the ones we've done? Uh, what about I, you? I got some. Beef I got. Some, I'll, I'll just. I got a brief beef. I will beef with Amin El Hassan from uh, the Worldwide Leader. Oh yeah, he has been on all the various platforms that gets afforded to him, trumpeting his pick of Miami making the finals, acting like, you know, he's the greatest predictor in the world that he could think Miami makes the finals. I don't think you get to just pick and choose the predictions. Like you can't just pick the one prediction that got right and just, you know, keep throwing that in everyone's faces. You have to look at the whole body of work. So I think anytime he brings up the Heat, he should be contractually required to say he picked the Pelicans to win the West, okay? So it's like, <laughs> yeah. every time he says Heat, someone should just say back to him, Pelicans, okay? Slow your roll, buddy. You pick the Pelicans, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's, yeah. that's just classic, uh, you know, people people thinking they're, they're you know, uh, how do I say Well, it? it's just selective memory, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I I told you they'd be good. Yeah, well, you also said uh, Portland was going to be bad. You also said, yeah. you know, and whatever. Yeah. Heat, once again, like, if you're picking the Heat, I, I mean, I you've generally only think beat predictions... the Charlotte. <laughs> you've yeah. only beat the Charlotte Hornets so far. All right. Yeah. You've only well, bodied, think, yeah. you know. I generally don't don't find predictions that useful. You know, it's, you know, predicting who's going to win, who's who's that. It's like, I mean, do we do we even really care about this? Like, we, I mean, we all, it's like, I don't need a bunch of experts to, to tell me, you know, to give me a prediction. I can make my own prediction. I have my own thinking. Like, I don't need a bunch of guys to, you know, weigh in on that, really. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, that's also a classic. And then I, I love when people do that with uh, draft picks, too. They're like, I told you, I had Chris Stapps like way higher, and then it's like, yeah, well, well no, but had, I think no, no, but no, you also I had think, really bad players higher than him too. No, but I you know? think the draft pick things is actually really interesting because that's really an important part of the NBA is your ability to nail draft picks. And you know, Hinky, I think talks about talked about it in the Zach Lowe podcast where it's like, what you want to do as an organization is come up with your list. You want to rank the draft picks. 
and see how you did you know five years later and you want to do that for each draft and you want to figure out the process through which you can get that right you know is it scouting is it analytics you want to really drill down because that is the most important component of building a team is drafting the right players so i think you know people prognosticators who are out there you know trying to let you know like i think predicting the draft is useless but coming up with rankings of the college players coming into the league like i think that's interesting and, you know you maybe you can find a guy who's really good at that like some 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 guy on the internet who's really good at that and that guy should have a job you know working for a team or something like that no so no absolutely like that. i uh, no i'm not arguing that what i'm arguing is when people like say like oh i had this guy ranked really high and they try to take credit for how good they are but it's also like Without, well you, you also like, had four other people who were busts. right it should be like on average you know my the my players like outperform this league by this much yeah yeah, yeah exactly like I that's agree. the thing people are like i had this guy highly ranked and then it's like yeah but you also had these guys highly ranked and they're really bad so please don't brag. You know, it's that oh, the, selective the black is, bragging. The worst, the worst, I mean, the worst, of course, is Chad Ford. You know about Chad Ford, right? Oh, you can yeah. beef with Chad Ford, too. You know how he, he edited his rankings after oh, yeah. the fact to make himself look better. <laughs> Which is just... Fuck you, Chad Ford. I can't believe that wasn't a bigger deal. The homie freaking went in and moved guys up that were turned out Oh, better. yeah, no, he and, had and, Giannis number one the whole time. No, no, no. I mean, he didn't do that, but he would do it like sneaky. You know, it's like no, when no, you I cheat. Know. You don't cheat all the way. You do a little bit of cheating. Yeah, no. So I think he, he did moved like some Giannis from like seventeen to like thirteen. Yeah, to like yeah, exactly. He 11, did all yeah. all this sorts of stuff. You know. Yeah. And it's like he clearly did this, and it wasn't a big deal. Like he got in no trouble for it. It was like it's crazy. It's like, dude, you can't. That's like pure dishonesty. How does he still have a job? Like, how do even oh. people take him seriously? Well, it's also Wild. like uh, like uh, you know, Danny Ainge was like. Or who was it? Scalabrini said, like, and Danny Ainge said that they had um, uh, uh, Draymond Green third on their board. You know, because everyone's like, how did, <laughs> how did Draymond get passed up? And they're like, we had him third. Oh, really? Oh, really? Because you had three picks that draft. And you chose yeah. Fab Mello over him. You, like, yeah. so how could you stand there with a straight face say, hey, I knew all along, all no, along Draymond look, John, Green was going to be John. this player. Look, they had Fab Mello one. Jared Solinger two and Draymond three. Okay, that's how it oh went out. That's how, no, it's they had him three, yeah. and then I guess I guess a what you're saying a is Ainge we is Ainge is Ainge is the king of like letting it get out there in the media. What a what a great uh, talent evaluator he is. Like I know, you know he. If I hear Simmons say one more time, Ainge is the only GM that would have taken Durant over Odin. I'm gonna shoot myself. Um, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah Ainge is always just, working the media. Anyways, yeah, yeah, all just, right, all right. And no one gives right. no one gives him shit for it. No one yeah. gives him shit. Yeah, for well, it. we're giving here. him shit. I'm, I'm giving, here. We're yeah. Danny Ainge. Yeah, we are. Meet me in Temecula. I will take yeah. you on. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, we got anything else, Sean? Nah, I got nothing else. I got. All right. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Until next week, uh, keep pooping. Yeah, keep pooping. When it was erupting, you're now listening to Super. They're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Hooper! Super Hooper! That's what you say, bro. We just form a fucking Super Hooper! I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Super Hooper! That's terrible.